What's up, everybody? Welcome to the PCP podcast. I am brimming, overflowing. The boil is up to a 10. I am excited to get into what we got today. Let's get it going. I think I think we've we've lost our minds. I mean, I, I don't think that that's a revolutionary, crazy take at this point. It's 2022. We've been dealing with the pandemic for what two plus years now. Crazy last administration that caused a lot of strife. But guys, I, oh my goodness, I, th- I think adults and and kids have lost their minds. Some of the things you're seeing. I, I got two things for you guys, and one one of the things has definitely lost their minds because apparently. Our, our members of Congress are seeking more mental health for free. How they do that? We'll get into that. Um, and we're now screaming racism at Sesame Street characters. But, oh man, I can't wait to get into it all. We're going to. But I think the first thing I have to do is, once again, issue disclaimers. Because I think I'm going to have to do that a lot on this show. Because we get a little spicy um, and I don't, I don't want anybody to think that I'm, you know, judging or anything like that. There's lots of ways to live your life. So here's my disclaimer. Um, mental health is very, very important. Nobody's saying it's not. Uh, if any of my comments moving forward in this podcast and this episode make you think that um, mental health is a joke or I'm taking it too lightly, just refer back to this disclaimer because I think life is variable Everybody's got their own stuff they're going and certainly I have had things that I've struggled with um, and me myself have have sought out some professional help um, and I think it's a good thing and I think it's great for people um, with that being said, I want to get into this story because it's not necessarily about people needing mental health it more highlights just how easily and often our government can vote themselves all kinds of different perks, including just massive financial gain, of course. I think we all know that. Um, but this story came out. I'm, I'm reading a particular Fox article. There's other articles on it. Uh, the title is House Inked $96,000 Deal to Give Staff Premium Access to Meditation App. Uh, hmm. Now, at first glance, that's kind of like, it's almost a little bit confusing because it's just, okay, what is that? Anyway, you go in to read the article and I'll sum it up for you. Um, They pretty much voted themselves free taxpayer-funded memberships and subscriptions to the Calm app. Um, If you don't know what the Calm app is, it's pretty much a pretty basic, easy-to-use app that you can get, um, and it helps you get better sleep, meditate, handle anxiety, um, de-stress, kind of all of that stuff. Uh, and I think it's a, the market's, one of the market's responses to the rising need for mental health. It's been a tough couple of years, and uh, I think the app generally seeks to do good, not a sponsor. Um, but basically... Our politicians have voted themselves to get it for free. And they're not spending a massive chunk of change on it. So I'm not going to sit here and, you know, die on this hill of ridiculous government spending, even though there is. 
But I'm bringing it up because I think that this is just one of those small, really pointed examples of just how easy it is to move around some money for the people that we we put into office. Um, and I wanted to bring it up because it highlights the importance of voting in the smaller elections, not just the presidency, not just your governor, but the local people. Because a lot of these people have ambitions to go be a congressperson, a senator, then become governor and things like that. So it's very important to pay attention because at the point where we're all voting for between two people for the president, at, at that point, we're layers away from real influence. Um, so these are the people that are really moving around the money, and a lot of times it's for themselves. But uh, basically what they did, and this is, this is what they're claiming. I'll read you the statement from the Republican um, Congress. Actually, is it a senator? I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> okay. So here it is. He's, he's the subcommittee chairman, Tim Ryan from Ohio. Um, oh, actually, I'm sorry. I'm getting the details wrong. He's Ohio Democrat. Um, there's a picture of him in this article. He's, he's sitting cross-legged, no shoes on, and a nice comfy pad with his chi-centered eyes closed, and he's meditating, which I'm not, I'm not hating on. It's just a bit of a dramatic portrayal of what's going on but he penned a letter that reads and i quote as we head into 2022 and prepare to mark the first anniversary of the events of january 6 2021 be assured that these offices are here to support you with their comprehensive mental and emotional support resources and to help develop and improve your resilience growth productivity and overall well-being now he was talking about Basically getting the Calm app for free for all of these people. And his reasoning was because everybody was so scarred by the insurrection attempt on January 6th. Even though last I checked, nobody has been charged with insurrection. And yes, that's a legal charge that you can place on people. Uh, last I checked, nobody has been given that charge. Well, I think we, we know why. Because it wasn't an insurrection. Especially when you look at the videos of the police officers letting people in through the doors and things like that. Anyways, I digress. Uh, a few details on this deal. This deal. Uh, it reads, the House contract with Calm stipulates the deal was in effect starting October 1st, 2021. It limits the initial number of subscribers to 4,000 individuals per month, yada, yada, yada. Uh, under the terms of the agreement, the House agreed to pay Calm $2 per month per subscriber, a total of 96000 over the span of 12 months. The market rate for average Americans to subscribe to Calm app is $14.99 a month or a one-time annual fee of $69.99. So, among the many, many financial and influential perks that our politicians get, this is just another one. And not only do they get it at a discounted rate, well, they really get it for free because we're paying for it. Now, I understand that that can be very, very frustrating, but everybody just calm down, start sharpening the knives and preparing for revolution. We should be used to getting the short end of the stick in this kind of thing. Um, I'm sure some of you know, but if you don't, unfortunately, this is kind of just how things work. 
Uh, and that's why I wanted to highlight it. I mean, $96,000 really isn't that much money when you count for the 335 million people in this country and everybody that's paying taxes. Um, but this serves as, as just a great small example of of really how this all happens. And if I remember correctly, um, there was a much greater bill that was dealing in the billions that they were able to just take this money out of. Um, so I'd imagine that there were some taxpayer opinions influencing those greater deals. But once all of those big deals, like, like you know, the Green New Deal and all these these emergency acts that they pushed for COVID that weren't really voted on by the people, and, and this one in particular, the Calm Deal, was not really taken to a vote. Um, it's that easy, people. And that's just kind of what I'm trying to highlight here. Um, Let's see. Let me let me see if I can find here uh, exactly. They they give the title of something. Another interesting thing it says is sources say that the contract did not meet the three hundred fifty thousand dollar threshold at which it would have required the approval of House Administration Chairwoman Zoe Lofgren. Um, so there is certain thresholds where they have to kind of go up the ranks. This was obviously underneath it, which makes me kind of beg the question of I wonder if there's a cap on small deals. Like are they able to just like stay under that cap because they know about it and just keep moving money to whoever, whenever they want and just do a ton of those? I mean 350,000 times three is a million. So now we're talking about seven figures there. So they only really have to do things to start – paying people millions of dollars effectively under the table without the taxpayers really ever knowing or having a say in it. Um, obviously, there's other um, Republicans and Democrats that are coming out and saying, look, we're in the middle of a depression. Uh, a recession, sorry. We're in the middle of a recession. And our Congress people are wasting time. I mean, there had to be time taken Writing like like I just read you an excerpt from a letter, uh, approvals happening. For these people to just have free access to an app, because they're traumatized from the supposed insurrection. And remember the insurrection. There's videos of just people just milling around, taking pictures of all the historic stuff in there, like idiots wearing horns on their heads with their faces painted, taking selfies. But these people are traumatized like they threw flashbangs in the windows and people were swinging in from ropes through the windows like in the movies and screaming, taking people hostage and executing people in front of them. Like what are we talking about? We have veterans that are getting their legs blown off, coming back home and getting completely mistreated at the VA. They're homeless. They're addicted to pain medications that are produced by big pharma that gets subsidized by these same people that now use this free app to be calm in their nice offices while they get paid $174,000 a year based on government salary. And if you look at how many of these people are multimillionaires, it's ridiculous. Just ask yourself why. Um, but... I just I just find this funny and then pairing it with the next story that we're going to get to in a little bit about Sesame Street. It's just the clown show is in is in full effect, people. 
Um, and I'm glad that Fox News chose to highlight this because it just – it's again, we're not going to get our pa- panties in a bunch about $96,000 spread across millions and millions of people. But it's not just that. It's the trillion-dollar bill, bills that they pass, the, the $300 million bills for equity or you name it, whatever it is. We are all paying for that. And then time and time again, I don't have the time or probably even the legal understanding to do so, but there are people that read through the hundreds, sometimes thousand pages of these bills full of just jargon. They come out and they give it a pretty name. They sell it to you and tell you it's for this, this, and this. And then you read it and it's really for diversity training. And then it's really for forcing businesses to install different kinds of air conditioners in three years. And all of this crazy, crazy stuff, this bloated government spending, and it's a lot of times it, it doesn't get spent for years. It just sits in the coffers. There's, there's still in states, there's still emergency COVID spending in the billions that has not been spent. We, they signed it. They approved it. They printed the cash, and it's just sitting there. It's just sitting there, and when it sits there, it goes to silly, silly things like this and sometimes a lot more serious things and we just don't see it. It lines the pockets of all of these politicians and it's ridiculous. And, and no matter what side of the aisle you want, Trump, Hillary, whatever you wanted, this is what clean out the swamp meant. This is why very, very quickly many, many Republicans were trying to get Trump out. And I I was reading a little bit more details about the petrodollar and I have it in the queue to do an entire episode just kind of explaining the petrodollar and looking at different stories around it. But when you think about what Trump did with our our energy independence, it is no surprise what happened in the media to make sure he did not get another term. I'm honestly surprised that there there were not like very real near effective attempts at his life at some point. I mean, the global stuff that he came in and tried to mess with is it's it's just massive. It makes us all just feel like little hamsters in this massive wheel. And at the end of the day, we kind of are. But that, I'll save that for another episode cuz I'm going to I'm going to talk myself hoarse just going through all of that. Um going back to this story, uh this is what I was talking about is this particular contract with this small app. It was made possible by taking from the $1.9 billion emergency spending package that they passed last year to bolster security in response to the January 6th insurrection. So in in short, January 6th happened. It, it shouldn't have happened and it wasn't good, but it certainly wasn't an insurrection. And I don't think anybody was realistically traumatized for their life when they were mainly being walked into the secret tunnels to get away from certain things. And most of them were already out of there at that time anyway. Anyway, so in response to that, what they do? They voted themselves another nearly $2 billion to increase security, which more cops, they put a fence around things. I know that, but I bet you if somebody dug into that, there's all kinds of just stuff sitting around, i.e. this. So they voted this in $2 billion last year. Because normally when you allocate a budget for things in your life or at your job, there's certain action items associated with, okay, now that we've allocated X amount of budget, let's start going and making things happen. We have things we're going to spend it on, right? No, 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 no. 
I, apparently the government doesn't work that way. They just, hey, well, this will work. And then they write on the chicken scratch on a, on a napkin, like, we're going to spend it on this, this, and this. Go read that in a microphone. And then the money gets printed or it gets reallocated. And then I think maybe they do a few things that you can see. So it's like, see, we're doing it for you. But a lot of times you realize this money is just sitting around. And this was the case here. So because they're traumatized, they're probably like, okay, well, let's give ourselves more free things. You know, and it's just, it's hard to almost get mad about this kind of thing. Because it's just so regular and the more you kind of look into this stuff, and it doesn't take deep research or deep understanding. There's plenty of articles on all the major networks that just highlight this stuff happening. And then if you really want to blackpill yourself, you can start looking into independent journalism, seeing, you know, like Project Veritas, looking into the things that they talk about in Project Veritas. Look at look for it yourself. And then you'll really blackpill the crap out of yourself. Um but, you know, if you want to live a happy life, maybe just keep your head buried in the sand. Um, you know, I can't fault people who do that because uh, sometimes it can be really, 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 really stressful. Um, so we got we got our our senators. We got Congress taking their shoes off in their office on your time. And let me stress, it is your time. They get paid by you. So they're sitting with their shoes off, listening to nature sounds, meditating and processing the extreme levels of fear that they felt on January 6th. Meanwhile, they're probably sitting on all kinds of bills that could help homeless people, help veterans, help people get through the COVID crisis because their businesses shut down. They're sitting on all kinds of stuff. So we have that going on. And then simultaneously... We are screaming at Sesame Street characters and calling them, guess what? That R word again. If you haven't listened to the episode previous to this, I urge you go back and listen to that. But a brief synopsis is we, I, I, I talked about a lot how we need to just back off this R word. And I gave uh, examples of how it's so easy to show a clip of something and or, or think about any situation that happened and try to make it seem racist because that's what they want to do. They want to stoke up anything. And sure enough, sure enough, here it comes. We got another clip and, it, and it's, it's so funny because you have, to, you have to just take a second and you have to calm down when you're looking and reading and all this stuff and you have to remind yourself like, no, 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 this, this is real. This is happening right now. So there is a Sesame Street character, and I haven't watched that, obviously, in 20-plus years, almost 30 years, probably. And her name is Rita, and I don't don't even know if she was on the original cast, but picture Sesame Street. She's this big, almost like aqua-colored, super hairy, big old eyes. You know, she's got a couple hair bows in her head. Super friendly-looking, cuddly, very cute. (laughs) Huge eyes, the size of, like, softballs, even bigger, just... The goofiest looking thing you can imagine. She's walking down a parade at, I think it's called Sesame Place in Philadelphia. The parade route. 
The video is of two beautiful looking black girls. They got their cute backpacks on and, and Rita's walking up to them. There's a float and Elmo's just standing like Jack on the Titanic in the front of the float. It's epic. He's in the background, but Rita's in the foreground. She's walking up, she's waving, she's doing her thing, you know, typical parade stuff. She walks over to the side and she gives high fives to what appears to be white girls. You see their hands. And then she all of a sudden starts pointing her finger like, no, like, uh uh-uh. And then she looks at these two black girls who are eagerly excited, holding their arms out as if they, they want to hug her. And Rita, racist Rita, barely looks at them and gives them this wave off like, no, 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 and crushes their dreams and introduces these poor, innocent black girls to the real deep racism of America. It's despicable. It's despicable. And then the video cuts out. So, in typical American fashion now, everybody's in uproar. And how did everybody find out about this? Oh, Instagram. The mom posted it on Instagram. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read these, and I'm going to read some of these comments. Uh, Hold on here. I'm going to read some of these comments, and we're going to go through this video. And I urge you to watch the video yourself. And if you have half of a brain, you'll be able to explain many other causes for this other than racism. And I I read a couple articles on it, and there appears to be plenty of causes of it. Um, So let's see here. There's the video. I'm not going to name names here. Shout out the account. But she writes, and I'm assuming this is the mom. I'm going to keep posting this because this had me hot. We were on our way out of Sesame Place and the kids wanted to stop and see the characters. All caps, this disgusting person blatantly told our kids no, then proceeded to hug the little white girl next to us. Then, then when I went to complain about it, they looking at me like I'm crazy. I asked the lady who the character was and I wanted to see a supervisor and she told me she didn't know, exclamation, exclamation. I will never step foot in at Sesame Place again. <clears throat> and please feel free to repost this. Actually, run me my money back. And she does like the angry emojis. So mad I stopped the video, but it got me so mad when he blatantly told them no. Okay, so immediately. And, and I get it. I have a parent. It's, or Sorry, I have a kid. I'm a parent. It's very, very easy if you kind of start to feel like, like somebody just slighted your kid or something's like maybe about to threaten your kid. It's very easy to drop logic and kind of just be like, whoa, 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 hold on. And then really like start jumping to conclusions. But a good parent will take the time to assess the situation and maybe even talk to their kids after something does happen. Cause those instances will happen. If you don't have kids, some of these instances that will confuse your kids or possibly scare your kids will happen. Um, she did not do any of that. Obviously, I have a feeling that she was probably after this altercation stopped, she was probably standing next to her kids who maybe might have been a little confused, but were probably just happy with their new backpacks. They got new stuffed animals and a great day at the at Sesame Place. We're probably sitting here. Mommy, I'm hungry. Come on, let's go. Mommy. And she's probably fuming, just her thumbs blazing on the keyboard on her phone, just lighting up Instagram over this because, well, she, she unfortunately, she's probably been conditioned by society to think that any slight against her, her children, or anybody with darker skin is always because of racism. Now, this is exactly what we talked about in the last episode. If you haven't listened to it, 
go listen to it because we talk about almost the same thing. And then as if it, it was a gift from God, this happens. And it's just a perfect example of what I was talking about. Now, unfortunately, she's viewing life through the lens of race, which in my mind is actual racism. Um, but anyway, she goes on to post this. It goes viral. As of right now, when I'm reading it, it has 646,881 views. Obviously, there's articles about it. Um, Sesame Place has had to come out and issue an apology explaining the construction of some of their suits that sometimes they can't see below them past a certain point. So Rita may have missed it. Um, in another article, it explains why she's she's waving her finger as if to say no. And it's because there was another parent with their kid that was following Rita, asking Rita to hold their kid and take a picture. And Rita was literally saying, no, no more. No, no, no. It's very, very clear that this has nothing to do with racism. I'm not sure where in the parade they were at, but l- let's pretend I'm Let's pretend we've just seen the video. There's no explanation. I hadn't done any research. Just on that, anybody with a rational mind can look at the video and go, well, how do we know what was being, how do we know what Rita was thinking? How do we know any of that? And if you look in the background of the video, there are, half of the people are white. Half of the people are either black or some sort of brown. Like, you really think that a staunch racist is going to, one, put on a fluffy little outfit and walk down in Sesame Place or even apply for that job, for matter. You think that they're going to be there just walking down the street and just half the people that they're interacting with on a day-to-day basis. You really think this is the first time that their racism would have come out. Like... How many pictures have been taken with this Rita? How many parades has this poor, probably early 20s, maybe teenager, sweating their ass off in this suit? How many parades have they walked down and just waved at everybody, probably wanted to go home, cannot wait to get a better job? But no, let's say that they're racist because now there's a video of two young black girls getting denied. Like... And again, let's go down this hypothetical scenario of I haven't read anything, I just see the video. I don't know where the parade ends. So let's think rationally. What if the parade is coming to an end? The crowds don't look that big right here. It looks like they're kind of, it's not like, I don't know if any of you have ever been to Disneyland, but Disneyland, when the parades go on, it's like, you can't move, okay? Like if you need to walk, you are like hustling. You're dodging in and out of people. This is not that. It's almost like a single file line. I don't know if they're at the end. I don't know. I've never been to this place. I'm not claiming to know. I'm just offering other ways of thinking other than racism. Uh, It's possible that, This is kind of the end of the parade and Rita has had enough and she's saying, okay, the kids are almost done. Nope, I'm not, I'm not doing any more high fives. I'm not hugging anybody. No, I don't, maybe the COVID thing is back on there and they're like, no, we don't do hugs. We don't hold anybody up. I'll high five you, but that's it. I I don't know. Okay. And in the video, the first person she gives the no-no Dikembe Mutombo finger to is the group of supposedly white people. And now you can't see them. You just see their arms. And then you see like a white mom adult kind of reach out and she she high fives as well. But the first no-no goes in their direction. The second one goes in the direction of these little girls. Okay? So no, there is literally no reason to think that this is at all racially motivated. 
at all racially motivated. And again, I would just urge this mom and all these nut jobs in the comments, I'm going to read some of them, just take, just take a second. Stop looking at the fact that there's black girls here. Look at what happens in sequence and, and just think for a moment to yourself. If there's some staunch racist person in this furry, silly kid suit with big bulging eyes waving at both sides of the audience, walking around with Elmo dancing behind him. If you really believe that inside that suit there's somebody that harbors hatred toward black people or people of color, what, what in your right mind would think that that small, tiny gesture is, is how they would execute their racism? Like, what, what would make you think... I, all, and then again, look at, look at all the people in the back. There's a lot of people of color there. That's great. Wonderful. People mixing around. Beautiful thing. Got it. If they're really that racist person that you think, why, why, why would they be around there? This goes back to the point I was trying to make in a previous episode. Is real racism, if you're really a racist in, in Philly, of all places... If you're really a racist, why would you go get a job where you have to interact with a ton of people you hate every single day? In, mo- in, in my mind, real racism doesn't work that way. Real racism, if you're that deeply racist, you're making very real decisions about your career, your friend group, like where you go to church, your circles. You're avoiding all of those people. So a real racist probably wouldn't go – a real racist would have a thought process similar to this like – Hmm, they're only paying me a little bit above minimum wage. It's really muggy. I'm not going to put myself in a suit and, and damn it, I'm not going to have to stand next to cute little black girls every day and have to talk with their parents. I don't, I hate those people. Like, right? Like, at some point, why would you even get that job? It's not racism. This is not racism. And at the end of the day, again, listen to the previous podcast, it's also possible that racist Rita here, maybe was just getting tired. She was at the end of her session. She's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not getting any more high pod. I'm not getting any hugs. This is the last parade. And then I got 18 more minutes on my shift. I'm going to go get this stupid ass suit off and I'm going to go home. Maybe that's what happened. Not saying it is. Not saying it isn't. But I'm almost certain, and I will recant my statement. If, if racist Rita does an interview where she pops that fluffy little head off of her and she, all the microphones get shoved in her face, and she goes, yeah, I am a racist, and I'm not giving any more black girls high fives. If she comes out and says that, I will do a whole episode apologizing for 30 minutes straight about how I was wrong. Promise. Promise. Okay? Like, but I, I'm almost certain that that's not going to happen. This is the perfect example of what I was talking about. This is not racism. But people have been so trained to look through the lens of race that simple things like this, when you're supposed to be having a good time with your kids, you're supposed to be enjoying your kids, and then this sets you off. It sets you off. Then you spend – because I know that she was running her thumbs on on her, her Instagram, just typing up this paragraph of a caption expressing her dissatisfaction you're ruining the day over one little thing 
I've I've had this happen with my daughter. Nothing like where she fully like just kind of got skipped, but things where it's like, oh, you know what? Like they they uh they took the princess away. Um, she's going on break, so she's going to a different part. So we like missed out on the experience because we were too far back and we didn't want to wait. Little things like that, and you had to tell your kid like, we'll come around next time. Simple, but no, she goes and says. She, she, I guarantee you, she probably had a talk with her daughters and was like, this is going to happen to you sometimes and we're fighting against it. But as black people, we're not treated fairly in this country. And now guess what? You're raising two beautiful little girls that were trying to have a good time. And now you're taking away their innocence because of your ridiculous worldview. It, it is upsetting, but at the same time. If you look at these articles, I'm telling you, take just five minutes and go look at some of these articles and you'll see the humor in it because they're showing big old, like almost like mug shots of a Sesame Street character. Oh man. And and it's just too funny. Um, but again, this just stresses the point and I'm going to harp on it again. I was just talking about this yesterday and boom, it happens just like that. Um, so let me read some of these comments as promised because, and gosh, this, it, it, to me, it makes me a little bit sad because it really does show that there's, there's a lot of people that see this, they don't critically think, and they're just immediately pissed off. And that's not good for our culture. It's not good for our society. And it's not good to train your children this way. And I feel bad because these little girls, if, if this isn't what started the conversation, because it might not be, maybe they've already kind of started being indoctrinated in this racist thought process. But these sweet little girls are going to be told that what happened to them was because of their skin color. And then that might open the greater conversation of like, oh yeah, slavery. And, and like these girls look like, one of them looks like she's maybe eight. The other one looks like she's five or six. And these girls are going to have to have that dark conversation that their, their little beautiful minds aren't ready for. Okay? And that's what I mean is when I say they're not ready for it is because they're not ready to critically think. They're going to be scared. You're, going to, you're raising scared children instead of confident children. You're raising children to be wary of a bunch of other kinds of people that look different from them. That's a big problem. And that doesn't promote the equality that, that people of color claim to want. It doesn't. There's nothing wrong with teaching history. Everybody I've talked to and myself, I want to teach history, the good and the bad. But to teach history through a viewpoint of oppressor and oppressed is completely wrong, of white versus black is completely wrong. Because I don't know about you, but I can't. I can recall all the different uh, atrocities committed against the Native Americans. We obviously know what happened to Martin Luther King, slavery, all the different uh, sit-ins for the civil rights. We know all of those things, fighting against the bad. What you don't hear about in history, and what I can't really remember being ever taught, is the great collaborations of people of different races during times of racism. They don't point out all of these different things. I can't remember being taught of like, like the good people of color that were actually out there making their own way 
even though they were in a greater environment of it, right? We should be teaching it in those ways. So like, even though this certain system was in place, there's plenty to learn about people of color, about white people, about good, about bad, about partnerships. There's lots of ways to teach history. But unfortunately, in our country, we teach it that our country is bad and people of color have always been fighting against unfair advantages. And this is what happens because I guarantee you this mom was taught some of the same history books and the same worldviews that I was, okay? But obviously it's gotten exacerbated in my opinion since Barack Obama became president and maybe we can do an episode on that. Um, but when you teach it through this, now we're seeing another generation of kids right here in this silly video that are going to be taught that the world is against you that white people are bad, they've always been against you, and that you need to be careful of those little white boys and girls at your school, okay? Unfortunately, I'm looking at two beautiful little girls here, but I know that there has been a seed planted in their mind that unfortunately probably will grow, and it probably will grow to lead them into some very bad destructive habits and thought process that reduces their quality of life. And that makes me sad because children should have their innocence and they should be taught to see everybody as the same. To not judge by the, the, the color of one's skin, but by the content of their character, right? That's what MLK was fighting for. But they're being taught the opposite, to watch out for this kind of person because this kind of person... And decades and decades and centuries ago committed sins against you. So be scared now. And it, it, it really makes me sad. But anyway, let's, let's get to some of the comments. I mean, the very first comment is somebody with a blue check mark. And it's just, yo, with like 20 of the angry faces and the cussing faces. Um, and then it gets a little spicy in some of these replies to the comments. But the reason why I'm reading this is because from what I've read, like 90% of these comments... And don't get me wrong, I probably wouldn't waste my time coming in. Uh, oh, oh, here's somebody, a white lady. Probably people are whispering that she's a Karen behind her. But somebody actually has the stones to come in here and say, I don't see a problem. Why you put all those mad faces? <laughs> That's got to be some trolling. I don't see a reply, but there's only five likes to that comment, whereas all of these other ones have like 30 us um but the point of me reading these comments is just that guys there's a lot of people that just see this video and immediately are like yeah girl this is racist um let me see i'm lost in the sauce on just the replies of the first one so let me scroll past these uh one of the comments ridiculous here somebody else goes oh hell no exclamation them innocent poor babies was really looking to give him or her a five it breaks my heart to see this yeah, I mean, they probably wanted to give them a high five. I don't think it, they were a victim of racism, though. Uh, somebody else profile picture looks to be a black guy in a pool. This was blatantly racist and disgusting. Definitely needs a lawyer for they ass. They, oh, they need a lawyer because an aqua-colored Sesame Street character, the fluffy game, missed them on a high five. You're just absolutely ridiculous. Like, give me a break. That right there is a direct result of Barack Obama starting all the racist crap, sending his legal team into Ferguson and making and just restoking all the racial flames. 
Uh, anyway, uh, here comes a bad, bad word. So if you have your kids listening, give them the earmuffs. Somebody in all caps said, so fucked up. I was like, wait a minute. This, these are all comments. Everybody's, wow, wow, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. I'm supposed to take my daughter there the ending of this month. That's a dub. We will find th- find a theme park to go that had me super mad, Jody. I'm sorry that happened to you. Okay, I, I guess. Apparently, they're so angry that they're just... They're spitting mad. They can't even spell and string together a sentence. Um, somebody else. I would have made his ass come right back and hug them babies. Uh, nah, this really got me pissed. Nah, blah, blah, blah. You get the point. I mean, some of these comments even go into depth of just, like, explaining the racism. It's just... There, there's a few. There's a handful of people that are like, wait, what's what's going on here? Like, you, you can't tell anything. But it, it really does have me worried. It has me worried for these little black girls here. It has me worried for for the the white people that are at their school. It has me worried for our kids and for our society and culture as a whole. Just because if people are so quick to just say everything is racist, then I hate to say it, but then at some point their reality does matter. And that's more people that are going to be screaming and making scenes and causing more division, right? That's more people that are going to be breaking relationships with people of other races because they think that something slight was because of racism when it really wasn't. That's what I'm saying is we're going out with people with these chips on their shoulders that waiting for any sort of slight against them or any any sort of inconvenience and they immediately see it as an unfair uh, manifestation of deep racism that comes from our country's origins. It's it's scary. We And we can't have that. And that's how the fabric of our society slowly rips. Um, which is why I did the last episode because we got to back off that word racism. It's not racist. This right here with this furry little kid's character missing high fives and waving no-no to white people and to black people is not racist. It's just not. And I would welcome any sort of comments or anything like that trying to tell me how it is. But get, but bring your receipts, as they say. Give me some sort of proof that this is racism. And don't come here and say to me, like, well, she gave a white person a high five and then walked by black girls. No. Well, how do you explain that she was waving off white people too? How do you account for all the variables that I mentioned earlier? Like maybe the parade was over and she's just like, nope, I'm done. I don't give any high fives. Why is the first explanation racism? I I would love to hear a a reasonable argument for that, but I don't think there is one. Um, Anyway, jumping over to more administrative things, I appreciate everybody for listening to this. Uh, So far, this podcast has been really, really enjoyable for me. I think to take a break from some of the more serious uh, deep moral conversations and p- political takes and stuff like that. I want to do some bonus episodes, uh, scatter them in, pepper them in a little bit, um, get some variety because they say variety is the spice of life. Um, so I want to bon- uh, I want to pepper in some bonus episodes, and and just do some like light things, like little pet peeves that I have, and 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 wonder and hear other people's opinions on things like. Uh, you know, like tipping on takeout orders or stupid meaningless things like the new delivery fees on top of tips that we didn't have to deal with when you wanted to order a cheese pizza, you know, 15 years ago. 
Um, little things like that that I walk around sometimes and I just get a little irked by or I'm just confused by and they seem nonsensical. Um, I want to do more lighthearted, maybe funnier episodes, uh, shorter stuff, bonus content on on just those little things, um, just to have those those conversations as well. Because at the end of the day, we can't waste our whole lives just stewing and being mad over you know deep stuff. Uh, it's nice to to zoom out a little bit and see that there are a lot of funny things going on, and maybe I can bring a little bit of uh, new perspective, joy to your day. Um, and maybe you guys might find me just to be an old school, crotchety, ridiculous person that you can laugh at. But either way, uh, thanks again for listening to the episode. Until next time. Bye. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, follow, share, comment, all of that stuff. Until next time. Thank you.